0: MLM Nation, episode 65.
1: Quitting is not an option. And if I see other people doing this, and I'm seeing success, and I'm seeing success in people I know, then I know that it works. It's just a matter of working harder on myself.
0: If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chantz
1: where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners.
0: ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I'm super excited to bring our special guest today, C.G. Siddens. C.G., are you ready to make it happen?
1: I'm ready, Simon.
0: CG sit went from earning only $500 a month in 2012 as a struggling bartender to earning a multiple six-figure income in just two years. CG has impacted thousands of lives physically, financially, and emotionally by following the call of what truly inspires her. C.G.'s passion is in coaching, training, and empowering others to live their own greatness. She's currently a top income earner and ambassador for the Gen Y movement and a millionaire in her company. So, CG, aside from having one of the coolest names, uh, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
1: Absolutely, Simon, and thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm very, very honored. So, I was introduced to network marketing about five years ago, and it was truly for a product experience. And I had no idea or understanding of what network marketing really was. I was your typical 26 year old at the time. I had several college degrees and I could not find a job. And I, I quite honestly, I knew I didn't really want a job because I didn't like the idea of working a nine to five and having a boss and a commute and an alarm clock and all those things. So instead of taking that route, I just waitressed and bartended far longer than I probably should have because it got to the point where I was really unhappy as a waitress and a bartender. And I had been using the products that I was introduced to for about two years at that point. And that's when I opened myself up to the business opportunity that was attached because I had made the decision to go to grad school and get my master's degree. And again, my my goal with that was really just to buy myself some more time so I could figure out what my next steps were. And I My initial goal with network marketing was $400 a month just to get my products paid for. But once I started to really see the power of it and my vision really started to expand, that's when I I really started to run with it. And it was really exciting because right around the same time I finished grad school, I was able to retire from waitressing and bartending. And now I just live the most amazing life and I'm able to share it with so many people. So it's been just so incredible.
0: On a, on a side note, you know, you, uh, I know you're from Hoboken, New Jersey, and before the show, we were talking about, I used to go to Hoboken a lot because I was working with my leaders, uh, John Gerlitz, who's in episode number 50. So just out of curiosity, what uh, restaurants and bars did you, you, was it in Hoboken? Because we actually may have (laughs) have met you while we used to hang out there.
1: Really funny. No, I didn't waitress and bartend in Hoboken. I'm from the Jersey Shore. I'm from Tom's River, New Jersey. So if you ever saw that reality show, the Jersey Shore on MTV, that's actually where I waitressed and bartended all down the Seaside Heights boardwalk. I see. So yes. not
0: everyone not everyone from Jersey, from the Jersey Shore are like the people in the show then, right? <laughs>
1: they're not. That's so that means
0: there's tons yeah. of good prospects, with tons of like million-dollar earners from the Jersey Shore.
1: Yeah, I can tell you there's two millionaires from the very place that I worked at and several six-figure income earners in network marketing from what, one restaurant and bar. So it's very exciting.
0: Awesome. And I want to touch upon that a little bit about the East Coast because I'm originally from New York. and. Sometimes people say like, uh, the Northeast people are a little bit more skeptical, but let, we'll get back to that later, okay? Okay. I want to go back to uh, your story. You said you, you were you know, earning 400 and, and you know, you'd be happy earning $400, and all of a sudden you saw the big vision. What Ooh. made you see that vision? Was it an event you went to or something happened?
1: It was. It was a company event that I went to, and we were sitting at a luncheon, and people started standing up and making their declaration of where they were going to be in their business in six months, 12 months, two years. And that was such a huge aha moment for me because that's when I really started to understand the power that network marketing really has. And that's when I I remember saying to the people sitting next to me, like, wait a minute, I can actually do this and I don't have to get a job when I finish grad school. Like, this can be it. And it was just such a huge light bulb moment for me that I really understood now the, the vehicle that I was sitting in and what I could do with it.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that. Now, let's get back to when you first started. Did you have instant success right away? (laughs) No, I did not. So what was the biggest challenge you faced when you got started?
1: The biggest challenge I faced when I got started, Simon, was really understanding that I couldn't put my insecurities and my fears onto other people. And the greatest advice that I ever was given was that it's really not about you. And when I was talking to people, I always had... Discomfort or insecurity when I was presenting the product or the opportunity because I was making it about me so much. And when I really started to make it about other people and take myself out of the equation and look at what I could do for someone else and how I could bless their life, that was such a huge turning point in my business.
0: Now, let's go back to your journey. You know, mm-hmm. most distributors don't realize it's during the toughest times or like why I said quote unquote failures that we learn the most, but the key is to never quit, uh, but keep going, because you take the lessons you learn during those times and you apply them. So take us back to your journey to one of your most challenging and frustrating moments, maybe to the point where you wanted to quit, but somehow you didn't, and then the lessons you learned and what you did next.
1: Absolutely. the The first thing that comes to my mind was that I had been building a business for about a year. And I had already caught the vision of what I wanted to create. And I knew that I didn't want to have to get a job after grad school. I just, I saw the whole vision and I was in it for about a year and I was making about $500 a month, which was great when that was initial, my initial goal, but it wasn't enough to sustain me and to really allow myself to live the lifestyle that I wanted. And it was the end of November of 2012. And again, I lived on the Jersey shore at that point. So we had just gotten hit by Hurricane Sandy. And the place that I worked was right on the Seaside Heights boardwalk. So I had no idea if it was even still standing for a long time. I was about to finish grad school. I had a degree that qualified me literally for nothing. I actually, the first time I took my my comp exams at the end to graduate, I failed them. So I was in total terrified, paralyzed mode because I felt like I've given everything I have to this business opportunity and I'm hardly making enough to sustain myself, let alone make this everything that I do. And I actually, I was at an event with one of my mentors and I, I said to her, and I just wanted her to agree with me so badly. I remember it like it was yesterday. I said, did you ever think about quitting? Because I just wanted her to tell me it's Okay. If that's where you're at and that's where you're feeling. And she answered me so quickly and she just said, absolutely not. I never did. And for me, that just took that thought right out of my head. And I said, okay, quitting is not an option. And if I see other people doing this and I'm seeing success and I'm seeing success in people I know, then I know that it works. It's just a matter of working harder on myself.
0: Super. Uh, and for ML Nation, for those who don't know, uh, Hurricane San- it was Hurricane Sandy in 2012, right? Yes. And yes. that's totally, well, I can't believe it's like oh, three years ago, but that totally destroyed like a lot, of, a lot of the Jersey Shore. It was totally decimated. And so it was one of the biggest uh, disasters that in U.S. history in terms of damage. And I think, um, I think you're, you know, one of your good friends, your upline, Tara Romano, who we had on the show, shared mm-hmm. about that as well. Uh, but, you know, key people just, they don't think about quitting, and they just keep going. And I think the, your vision definitely pulled you right? In terms of not even thinking about quitting. Would you say that?
1: Absolutely. And even when like I had those feelings of like, should I quit? Because I don't know if this is going to work. There's just something inside of you that it's physically not possible. It's not in your DNA to quit because you know, you can make it work. And for me, it was truly surrounding myself constantly with incredible people, getting myself to company events, generic events, because the more you surround yourself with that empowering feeling, the more that you really start to believe that you can do it and the more you start to understand that it's a journey. And if it was easy the entire time, how are you ever going to work with the people who are struggling? And I think we go through these challenges along the way. So that way, when we're working with our team, we can say, I know how you feel. I felt it too. And it's okay. And we're going to get you through this.
0: Well, let's switch gears and tell another story during a journey. We had like a major aha moment it's like something happened and like a light bulb went off and after that then boom your business just took off
1: (laughs) yeah my major aha moment was I mean it was also my greatest lesson and like I said I was building the business for about a year and I was struggling to really get the the momentum I was looking for and I went to an event it was a generic network marketing kind of event and I started to really understand myself more. And I, again, I started to understand people more and the people I was working with. And I truly, when I made this connection is when my business changed was understanding it's not about me because I felt like I can't talk to certain people about the business because I'm not making enough money. And I had all these stories in my head of the people I couldn't talk to, the people I shouldn't talk to, the way I shouldn't or shouldn't do things. And once I really let go of that and understood this is, once you make the decision to really throw yourself into this, it ceases to be about you because it really becomes about all of the other lives that are out there that you can touch.
0: Now, I know you have touched a lot of lives. What would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing?
1: My proudest moment, Simon, is every time I see someone that I've started with really reach their goal. So, I mean, just watching my team achieve whatever it is success looks like for them because everyone's goals are so different when you get into something like this and to see the, some of the people closest to me my friends my family the people that owned the bar that I used to work at who struggled a lot after hurricane sandy create a multiple six figure income for themselves through this to see my sister be able to stay home with her her daughter and leave her teaching job because of this opportunity to see my brother on a path to being a multiple six-figure income earner and just doing incredible things, it's those stories and just watching the people that I love so much succeed.
0: What's the one thing that excites you most about the network rocking profession now?
1: Right now, Simon, what excites me the most is really watching the younger generation, Gen Y, really start to grasp the power of this and the vision and understanding that you don't have to wait until you're 65 to have the time and the finances. You can do it at 25 and really watching the light bulb go off and the younger generation has truly become what my my mission is right now.
0: Now, you said you want to be ambassador for the Gen Y movement, right? What do you specifically mean by that?
1: So I'm an ambassador for our company's Gen Y movement, which is really just empowering and showing young people that that they can live whatever beautiful magnificent existence they want and they can contribute and they can they can do whatever they want and that the status quo doesn't have to be because i always said i was someone who i believed the story that i had to go to school go to college get a degree in my case i think i got like four and you're supposed to get a job and just follow this this process and that's great if it works for you but i think there's a lot of people that it just doesn't work for anymore and when I get to work with people and show them that you can have whatever you want and you can have it in your own way and at your own speed and you're going to take your own journey, that's what it really means for me to to really be an ambassador for that generation.
0: I'll, you know, we're going to stick to the Gen Y because you you are mm-hmm. an ambassador, and you know, I think most of MLMation or the listeners they want Gen Y because they see the energy. You guys are hungry, you're driven, and plus you also know that the 40 year job career. It's not possible, right? As opposed to the older, the Gen X or the baby boomers, they still maybe have that programmed inside of them. But one of the challenges, they would say that Gen Y, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they just want to have fun. They just want to go out to the bars and have fun. They're not focused. What advice would you give these people who want to build a Gen Y team? So the
1: advice I would give to people who want to build a Gen Y team is to, to build it the exact way you would build any team, Gen Y, they're still people, right? So we, we want to connect with people and we want to ask them questions. And the thing I think that's really happening with Gen Y now is it's, it's not that they just want to have fun or they just want to do this or just want to do that. Yes, we're motivated by fun, but we're motivated by purpose and by passion and for really following something that fills our heart. So when you talk to someone on that level and you really figure out for them what it is, again, it's so different than than anyone else you're talking to, finding out their why and what drives them and what their ideal day looks like. That's when I think you can have a lot of great success because a majority of my business is is this generation. And it's incredible to watch the effect just trickle down through so many people and to just watch people's light go on so quickly and, and so powerfully. And we really have become this amazing movement of of young people who just see it a little bit differently. But we're still people, so you can still talk to them as people.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Now, I want to talk about, uh, kind of we brought up at the beginning of the show was, I mean, we talk about Hoboken, we're, you know, we're both from the Northeast, and for some listeners, there's a misconception or belief that, or maybe it is the right belief, whatever it is, but that you know people in the Northeast, especially New Yorkers or people in New Jersey, tri-state area, and you can, just, you can even extend it up to Boston, are more skeptical. Because you can see a lot of the leaders, they're from Utah, Texas, California, different Florida, and Northeast people are harder to get into network marketing. Do you find that's true or that's really like a you know a mindset issue?
1: That's, I mean, in my opinion, that's totally a mindset issue, Simon, because I've never thought about it that way. I've never looked at it. It's never crossed my mind. I, a majority of my team is, is on the Northeast, centered in New Jersey, New York, this area. And it's really just a mindset issue. There are, I think, amazing leaders everywhere, and there's people who will be skeptical everywhere. And I think skepticism is something that you're attracting. I just don't attract skeptical people because I know that I don't require them. I know, I know what I'm looking for, and, and that's what I put out there, so that's what I tend to receive.
0: Fantastic. So ML Nation, if you're out in the Northeast and there's no strong leaders in your area, in your company – that don't, you know, it's not like CG says, the mindset thing. Instead of seeing that no one's interested, you just see it as, hey, it's a plenty of opportunity because there's a lot of superstar leaders like CG out there waiting, hungry for opportunity. Now, I'm going to go towards the second part of the show. Some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Okay. What's one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you?
1: The one that stands out for me all the time is success leaves clues because, I didn't know what I was doing in network marketing. I didn't even understand it, but I I was smart enough to follow the people who were creating success and knew what they were doing. And I think a lot of the time people come in to network marketing and they want to reinvent the wheel and they want to find a different way and they, they want to be a quote-unquote big deal. And in my opinion, it's follow the leader and let the best copycat win and, and follow the clues because the person who brings you in, they want to see you succeed. They have a vested interest in your success. So... Follow the leader. And again, success leaves clues. So just follow
0: them. What's one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: The habit that's helped me come, become successful is definitely my persistence. I, I just don't quit. There's just, it's just not an option. And even if it crosses my mind or I'm struggling, there's, I'm very competitive with myself, not with other people. So I won't let myself fail because I, I'll just keep going. It's just not an option.
0: Awesome. Inspiring. Now this next question, you talked about it like you touched, you talked about it like once or twice already, but I think it's worth repeating. So Mm -hmm. it is, what's the best piece of advice you ever got?
1: Yes. And I always go back to this and I know you had Alexis Romano on and and Tara Romano and they're such amazing mentors of mine. And they always said, it's not about you. That was the best piece of advice I ever got. But the thing is until I really understood it and until I made it personal, that's when my business started to change. And for a while, it was just something I would hear and something people would say to me, it's not about you. And I just felt like, well, you don't understand what it's like because I'm not making enough money or I can't talk to this person. And, and truly, once I grasped the fact that it wasn't about me, it was about everybody else that I could talk to, the business became so much simpler because all the junk kind of just fell to the wayside.
0: So the focus is really about helping others.
1: Yeah, helping others achieve what they want because everyone's goals and everyone's aspirations are totally different and you'll get what you want in this if you help enough people get what they want.
0: What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So, for example, you meet a prospect today. He's qualified. He wants to learn more, and you can present to them. Do you use, like, a newsletter? Do you use do you sample products? Do you use a webinar? Do so you send them an online video or use a flip chart? What do you like to use, CJ?
1: I use a lot of online videos. I have a couple magazines that I might use in select situations, but I, I always bring it to a tool, so it's always going to be a podcast or – a video because I don't want to be the expert. I want to show people that this is really simple and it's really duplicatable and and let a tool do the talking. So typically it's a video, but depending on the person I'm talking to and what's going to resonate with them the most, that's the direction I'll go.
0: Now, since you're Gen Y, you probably have tons of apps and online resources to use, right? So what a couple I, I was going to say one, but I'm sure you use a lot. So what are a couple of resources whether it's Evernote, or Dropbox or that you could recommend to our listeners?
1: Honestly, I mean, the biggest online resource that I use is Facebook. That's what's really grown my business to the extent that it has.
0: So you use Facebook for what? Obviously for prospecting, right?
1: Prospecting, connecting, connecting our team, building a culture, branding myself. Yeah, I use Facebook for for everything. and Our entire team does, and it, it just creates this awesome ripple effect. Because you never feel like you're alone. So it doesn't matter if I'm in New Jersey and someone's in California, we connect everybody. So you always feel like you have that support.
0: What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: The best book I ever read, and it was the first one. So I think it really opened my eyes that there was more to life than what I was seeing in that moment was The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. That one always has stuck with me. I read it that,
0: that is a super, super book. I think, unfortunately, yeah. not many people know about that book, but that's a really awesome book. And yeah. ML Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobook like The Success Principles by Jack Hanfield for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, CG, here's the last question the million dollar question. You ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: Before we go to the million dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects. Overcome the objections and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for MLM Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad, with my kids and also, have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Okay, not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts. They'll help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you'll learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close, because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. that's the cool part. It's three different days at four different times so they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. if you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately so you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I had to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. The million-dollar question, and you know it. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So your contact list was zero, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So it's kind of like you were parachuted to another country that speaks English. You knew no one. What would be the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch?
1: I would build relationships with people. Because that's the foundation of, of everything we do is building relationships. So I would have conversations with people. I would ask them questions. I would use social media the same way I do now. I would literally do everything I do now. It's just starting all over again.
0: So where would you go to find these people? Is it a specific place? Do you go to a coffee shop? Do you go to a gym or uh, restaurants and bars? What would you do to find What, what would you yeah. like? What's the best people, for you?
1: People are everywhere. So I think you can meet amazing people anywhere you go. I mean I love talking to people at the gym because they tend to have a mindset and a commitment that meshes well with network marketing. I love working with waitresses and bartenders because I they tend to know how to hustle and multitask. But I really think you can meet great people anywhere as long as your eyes are open and you're willing to have a conversation and connect with people and and make it about them and not about getting them into your business, but really about showing them an opportunity and and tailoring it to what works for them.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't sit in your house all day, sit on your butt, you will meet people, right? Absolutely. Now you talked about the gym. The people who go to the gym, they have like a mindset that's good that's kind of fit for network marketing. What do you be what do you mean by that?
1: They tend to be people that are working out, they, they work it into their schedule because the reality is everybody has things going on. People have jobs and children and obligations and all those things. And if someone's willing to fit the gym in an hour a day, a couple of days a week, they're committed to something and they can be committed to fitting this business and it's just i think like an athlete's mindset i played sports growing up and i think that a lot of network marketing is about having an athlete's mindset being dedicated being committed being persistent all those things that go along with it
0: yeah absolutely And people go to the gym like i'm like a workout fanatic it's like you know we're into self it's like it's basically self-development for your body right Well, they want to get better. So they have that mindset. They want to improve their lives or stay fit and be better. So they're awesome prospects.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best ways our listeners can connect with you, CG? Uh,
1: The advice that I have is, you know, the only way to fail is to quit. And I know Alexis Romano said that on her, her podcast when she did it with you. And she always said it to me. The only way to fail is to quit. And the only way to fail really is to not take action because I think a lot of the time we think we're building a business, but we're just getting ready to get ready. So as long as you stay in it long enough and are really honest with yourself about the amount of action and activity you're putting in, into, it's just you can't fail. I truly believe that. And to get a hold of me, I am on Facebook, so you can find me there, C-G-C-I-J-I, Siddons, S-I-D-G-O-N-S.
0: And the last question, because you have such a cool name. I just another question. So where did you get that name, CG, from? So
1: I got the name from a soap opera, not Landing. It was a character in the show in like 1983, I think, because I read a statistic once. About Way before her. you
0: were born, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit before I was born. But there's a statistic that said that I think there's like 150 CGs and they were all born in the same two-year span. So it was all
0: from that show. Awesome. It's a great personal branding.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. People don't forget it.
0: MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with CG sit So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and type in CG, which is C-I-J-I. Okay, there's only 150 amount in the word. C-I-J-I at the search bar and the show notes will pop right up. You know, to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, CG, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. We're grateful to you. We appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Simon, for
0: having me. MLM Nation, that was just inspiring to see someone who's young, Gen Y, being able to turn their life around so quickly like that. And I think the most inspiring thing is the worst moment was that disaster, Hurricane Sandy. You know, I remember that trip. Uh, This was back, I can't believe it's three years from now. No, not not trip. I mean, like the time. Uh, my mom was actually visiting us. Um, my son Ethan was a year and a half. We just she just came over for Halloween, so she wanted to go trick or treating. This was actually the first time Ethan was old enough to really know what Halloween was about, and she went out there. And then she couldn't basically fly back to New York. Uh, her house, everything was uh, electricity was knocked out, and she lived in Long Island, which was pretty uh, was okay. They had no electricity or I think no water for like a week. But people like were. CG live, they, they were knocked out for a long, long time. You, you can actually go to the internet, just for Hurricane Sandy, look at the pictures, the devastation on the Jersey Shore. And I even think that it's been a couple of years, most of those businesses, a lot of those communities haven't even recovered yet because like the amusement parks, everything everything was destroyed by the crazy hurricane. And But you know, it's just inspiring, it's just inspiring that successful people don't even think about quitting. And I think one of the tips that it brings my memories of something that my mentor taught me. It's like, you know, once you make a decision, don't second guess your decision. Just make it happen. And I think most people, what they do is they make a decision without thinking. And then once they make that decision, they have doubts whether they can, it's the right move or what they should do. And that's not what successful people do. Once successful people make a decision, they stick with that decision. You know, and while most, most people are unsuccessful, they may take a long time to make a decision, but once they make it, they're also are very quick to quit. And successful people they don't quit is not even in the vocabulary. So it's just amazing again, like the Hurricane Sandy for them to persist and figure a way out to do that, and just going from earning five hundred dollars a month to what she's doing now, multiple six figures, is truly, truly inspiring. And I think it's just so promising about the MLM community the profession you know like we have this whole gen y now like cg they're like open to opportunity and i know a lot of people with gen x or baby boomers they want to build gen y team don't treat people different like cg says people are the same you know and it's not about you just focus on helping because everyone has the same needs Everyone wants to make it have a purpose in life. Everyone wants to have the basic needs covered. And Gen Y are awesome, awesome, awesome group of people to target and uh, just treat them. So anyway, thanks, CG, for sharing that. Uh, I, you know, there's so many notes, uh, but it's really not about you. And just think about it's the vision and going to events. If CG never went to that event, gosh, you know, like, uh, where would she be been right now? She maybe won't just be happy or thinking the business would be three, $400 a month, which is decent part-time income, but, you know, still struggling as a bartender, but she went to that event and turned things around. So ML Nation, you must, must, must go to your company events, conventions, any type of events. The CG just doesn't go to her company. She talked about going to generic trainings, whether they're boot camps or workshops. Find them and attend because not, not, it's not just about you know, when you go to events, it's really not about what you learned. I mean, of course, most people think, oh, it's, it's the knowledge, the how-tos. It's not the how-tos. It's the environment, the energy. Like, CG went there, saw these top, all these different people sharing visions. Being around successful people made it. That is the power of an event. That's why I go to events. I go to events with different type of things because I like to be, you know, connected. So... Anyway, I can go on and on that. Make sure you attend your events, your conventions. If you want to be serious, like you know, while I was building my MLM business, I had a rule. If I sponsored you and you did not go to convention, I just simply do not work with you because you're basically guaranteed not to be successful you know, and that, that will every person on ML Nation. They've go to the comp- company events. I've never met anyone with a full-time network who's never gone to the events. So you have to go to events. That's the way the business is built. You, know, you can do online or whatever you have that doesn't replace the physical being in the location. So anyway, um, I can go on and on about that, but thank you again, CG, for sharing. Great energy. You know, just go to net, type in CG. Again, she has the coolest name. It's C-I-J-I, okay? C-I-J-I. Look at the show notes. Connect with her. She's very active on Facebook. She's got a very good Facebook profile. And if you like the show, make sure you subscribe review, you know, rate and review on iTunes. You don't need to give a five-star rating. Just give an honest rating and a review because those reviews, I definitely read them and definitely uh, motivates me. And if you're not on Apple, um, get a, go on Stitcher and you can do the same thing. Now, the last thing, is the best compliment is just to do you can do is just share the share the show, you know, like that. I want to give. My, my, the reason I do MLMs is to be a giver. MLM allows us to be better givers, to be better parents, to help us fulfill unlimited potential, to be great, like CG says. That's why I like this business. So share. Share this episode of your uplines, downlines, crosslines, prospects. You know, Gen Y, they need to listen to the story of CG from a struggling waitress and bartender to where she is now. So, Whoa, that was a mouthful. Anyway, I'm just fired up just hearing people like that turn their lives around. I love this profession. And I, you know, thank all of you for taking your valuable time to listen to MLM Nation. And remember, this is a profession where we help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation.